You are listening to Phonetes First. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Phonetes First, a podcast about romanticizing your life inside and outside of the kitchen. My name is Corey May, Corey in the Kitchen. However you know me, however you found me. Hi, hello. I'm so happy you're here. Today's episode is just going to be a little recap of my ski trip that I just went on last weekend with my best friends in the entire world. And I'm hoping to keep it short and sweet, but I feel like last time I said that it wasn't short and sweet. But this time we're going to actually try and stick by that. Of course, first we're going to start off with the weekly report. Our reading. I need to tell you guys, I just read The Housemaid and the Housemaid's Secret by Frida McFadden. And holy shit, these books are fantastic. If you like thrillers, even a little bit, you're going to love these. I recommend them a thousand times over. I actually saw them on TikTok and it was a girl. She was like, I have never ordered a second book so quickly in my life. She was like, I just finished the end of The Housemaid and then immediately ordered The Housemaid Secret. So on my birthday, I went to Barnes and Noble and I bought both. Like I've, I was fully committed to the series. I really doubt there's going to be a third based off how it ended, but it was, they're really good. They're like murder mystery-esque, but not, I don't know. They're crazy. And so I actually finished them very quickly. So now I am reading By a Thread, I think. It's by Lucy Score, the same person that writes The Things We Never Got Over and The Things We Had From The Light, like that whole Knockmount series. I'm pumped about that. But yeah, Housemaid Secret and The Housemaid, 100% recommend. Okay, E, eating. I have been making this little Mediterranean pasta salad. I have posted it on my Instagram before, so check her out. But it's like my new favorite go-to. It's so easy and it hits the spot every time. It's just the Trader Joe's pre-made or like in the bag Mediterranean salad. And then I do the garlic sausage that's already cooked. So all you have to do is heat it up in a pan and you don't even have to heat it up in a pan. You just can cut it up. You also don't even have to cut it up. You could eat it in a full link. But I prefer to cut it up and heat it up. And then I do spinach tortellini. And if I'm getting crazy, I add the Greek chickpeas, which I just didn't have any this time. But I do recommend it because the like olive oil that the chickpeas are in just adds a lot more dressing and seasoning and flavor. But didn't have those this time. So I went with the classic salad, pasta, and sausage. And it is so good. You can have it warm. You can have it cold. You can have it room temperature. You can just, you can do whatever you want with it, but it hits all the bases. Okay, P, plan. This is exciting. I have a wedding tomorrow. My freshman year college roommate is getting married and it's blowing my mind. Hi, Lara. She's a fan of the podcast. So this is your shout out. Hello, Lara. When you're listening to this, you're going to be a married bitch. And I can't wait for tomorrow. I'm so excited. I get to be with all my freshman college friends who are the most amazing people ever. So I'm super excited. We're going to have so much fun. Oh, obsession. I have been really recently binging Call Her Daddy. Shout out Alex Cooper. I've always been a fan of the podcast, but recently the guests that she has had on have just really piqued my interest. So then I've been like going back and finding even better guests. So like I've recently, like today I listened to this week's episode with Tish and Brandy Cyrus, which I'm a huge Miley Cyrus fan. 
I have been, not always. Like when she had her quote unquote crazy time, which I don't even call it that because it's just her being her. But when she, like I have was a huge Hannah Montana fan and then Miley fan. And now I'm a Miley fan again. I'm back on the wagon. And so I've always been interested in her family and stuff. So listening to their episode was interesting. And then I also listened to last week's with Heidi Klum, which I knew nothing about her, but now I'm like obsessed with her. And in the podcast episode, Alex Cooper's also like, I'm probably your biggest fan now. And like the daddy gang's going to love you. And I can support that statement. Other good episodes I've recently listened to are Lucy Hale, which if you're a Pretty Little Liars fan, and I know probably a lot of you are, that was a good episode. Kelsey Ballerini was a good episode. Oh, the one with Wiz Khalifa. I was actually laughing out loud. That man is hilarious. So she just has like such big celebrities and you really just get to see what they're like in real life, which I know they're, they're just people, but I don't know. I've been really digging Call Her Daddy. Okay, our recipe, bone broth, my little bone broth concoction, which if you follow me, you may or may not have already seen this, but I've tried bone broth in the past and I thought it would taste fine. It doesn't. It's like just really not that good. So I added my own little twist to it and I did. It's probably a three-fourths of a cup of bone broth, maybe a little less, maybe a little more. I don't really know. And then I do a quarter of a lemon-ish. And then a teaspoon of sea salt and a teaspoon of ginger powder. And then I top it off with hot water so that it's served warm and also just like, I feel like it mixes everything together. But I think it just tastes a lot better. It feels like a soup vibe, which you might not be in the mood for savory in the morning, but I, d- I don't remember who said this. One of my friends on the ski trip actually said that they drink bone broth at night because it maybe it wasn't one of you. I, I don't know who it was. Sorry, I'm forgetting. But they like to drink it like this at night because they think it's savory and it's like a dinner vibe. And I was like, yeah, you know what? That makes sense, too. Whatever suits your fancy, tickles your fancy, whatever that saying is. But yeah, I've been digging this. And so if you've been wanting to try bone broth but don't like how it tastes, I recommend trying this. Okay, and then tea treat. I treated myself today to a Surfly hoodie, which Surfly is a brand by Lindsay Harris. She with my friend Caroline Harris's younger sister, goes to UNC. I don't think she listens to this podcast. I don't even know if Caroline does. If either of you do, hi, hello. Lindsay will be on in the future. That's really exciting. I'm pumped for that. But she today she released her set sale collection, which is beautiful. It's everything I could dream of. But it was like a hoodie. It is. It's still live. You can still shop it. It's a hoodie and short set like a fleece material and then it was also a workout set all absolutely stunning colors and designs and it's I just had to partake and I had to support so that was my treat today but let's get into the episode after I have a sip of my peppermint tea of course ah that's hot oh my god so Today's episode, like I mentioned, is going to be just a cute little recap of my cute little skiing trip to Steamboat Springs, Colorado that I went on last week, which when you listen to this, it would have been two weekends ago. I don't know. I went with four of the girls, Caroline Price, Sav, and Emily. Hi. Hi. Miss you guys. We accidentally made this a tradition last year. 
and I'm not mad about it. So last year, seven, including me of my friends, went to Breckenridge, Colorado for a ski trip. And it actually left the group chat. It was the best time, like truly the best time. And I am by no means a good skier. I will just throw that out there. Am I getting better? Yes. Do I really enjoy it? Yes. Do I think I'm good? Mm, I'm I'm good. I'm like I can hang. I don't really like to go fast. I definitely started out on greens like the entire first half of the first day. And then I advanced to blues and I did do a few blacks. Shout out me. Shout out Caroline and Emily, my instructors. But I just had the best time and I'm so happy to have a group of friends that are also willing to just go on a trip, do something fun, do something different, challenge ourselves by skiing and snowboarding and facing the elements. But yeah, so we picked this weekend because Southwest had a sale like a few months ago, like an insane, like they always do sales, but this sale was insane. I, my round trip into Hayden, like Yampa Valley Airport, which is a tiny airport, was probably, I think, going to be like 200 bucks round trip, maybe. And then I used miles. So it was free. It was literally only $5 because of whatever little service fee they have. So we're starting off on a really good foot here. But so I flew in on Thursday morning and I actually landed before all of my friends I saw Emily in the airport, but then she unfortunately had a five-hour layover, even though she was supposed to be on my flight into Hayden. But yeah, unfortunately, Emily had to work, have a full work day in the Denver airport. I landed in Hayden, and then I was winging the transportation to town because, I don't know, we just couldn't really decide if we should shuttle, if we should try an Uber. Never really got like the best answer of what to do. And so I got on a shuttle because an Uber there, Uber to town was $233 and I almost shit my pants when I saw that. So like, yeah, I'm going to get the shuttle. So if anyone's going to Steamboat, book your shuttle in advance, round trip, you'll save money. I did not do that. I should have done that. I was the guinea pig for my friends too. So then they ended up getting a cheaper one. So whatever. But yeah, so I checked my bag, got my bag and then took the lovely shuttle to town. And I went to our condo and dropped my stuff off literally in the lobby. Like I was looking around to the front desk because I knew we could leave our bags there. And I was like, hey, like, I'm looking to, like, leave my bag here before check-in, whatever. And she's just, okay. And it was, like, going on her computer. And then I was like, where can I leave it? And she looked around the room. "Mm, Anywhere. Maybe against that wall right there. (laughs) I was like, okay. I left my bag. And then I, our condo had a free shuttle to town. And so I waited on the shuttle for a while. And then there was a group of guys that came up and were like, oh, are you waiting on the shuttle? And I was like, yeah, I think so. I think we're all in the right place. And we were waiting for probably like 20 minutes. And then the shuttle finally came and the drive was maybe two minutes around the corner and it dropped me off. And I was like, okay, I definitely could have just walked here. So then I went and got lunch at this little gondola pub and grill, I think is what it's called. It was just at the base of the mountain. Had a nice little burger at the bar by myself it was a nice little moment and just chatted with the bartender which it was a good time took a walk around the little village saw where we were gonna get our skis all that fun stuff and then I walked I walked back because I realized the shuttle was just not necessary on this day 
even though I was dying on this uphill walk. But so I get back to the condo and Price, Sav, and Caroline arrived shortly after. Emily is still at her five-hour layover in Denver. And so me, Price, and Sav go to the grocery store, get some snacks, get some breakfast food, get some wine, the essentials. And then everyone gets there. We go and get our ski stuff, which was a very smooth process. And then we took the shuttle back. It was great. And then that night, Price found this wine bar called Aurum, A-U-R-U-M. It was downtown and it was amazing. We shared a bottle or I think a bottle of wine and then we got the best Brussels sprouts and curried cauliflower bites, which were like little fried cauliflower, but it had some curry flavor and shishito peppers. And then we also got nachos. And we did order a burger to split, but thank God the burger did not come because we were actually so full from the three other appetizers. And then we got, we all got espresso martinis. Duh. And they actually, the server was like hyping them up a lot, but they actually were so good. Like they actually had a creamy layer on top almost. It was really good. It's definitely like an expensive meal, but very good vibes. We were starting off the trip very strong. And then we went to a bar called Sun Pies, which is a local bar. And it was definitely very local. <laughs> but we found the perfect table in the corner so we could just people watch. And these men bought us drinks. It was great. Came to us in a little Corona cardboard container. We loved it. It was fantastic. It was like Bob's and Ma vibe at the same time, if anyone from Chapel Hill knows what I mean. Day one was a success. Everyone arrived. Oh, Emily did make it eventually. Don't worry. And then we went to bed and skied the next day. We got out there at a relatively good time. Like we had a little bagel moment in the condo and we were at a ski and ski out resort, which not a resort. We were at a ski and ski out condo, which was a criteria when we were looking because last year we had to walk, honestly, a few, not, not that far, but Walking in ski boots, carrying your skis is, is not for the week. And we didn't want to have to do that this year. So we were looking for ski and ski out. And we found the perfect place. You could literally, well, you had to walk a little bit, but then you would just ski right on down to the base of the gondola and then take it on up wherever you wanted to go. We did that. And this was the day that I was skiing a lot of greens in the morning which was definitely necessary because I hadn't skied in a year. And I don't even think anyone other than Emily had skied in less than a year. Maybe Caroline, I don't know. But we were doing good. I don't think I fell that many times that day. But overall, just great day. Caroline and Emily went off on the blues and blacks because they're really good. And we had our first little opre moment at Rendezvous Lodge on the mountain. Which I will say steamboat, I haven't been on very many mountains, but from my experience, steamboat is complex trying to figure out how to get to certain parts of the mountain. Like it's not a bad thing, but you definitely need to be looking at a map and make a plan to get to where you need to go. And you have to take into account if you want to take greens or blues or blacks to get there. Because we really liked one corner of the mountain, but you had to go up and then down and over and then up again and then either on a green which Emily can't do a green on her snowboard because she has to walk part of it 
so she then had to go even further out to then go up higher and then take a blue down or whatever it was which if you don't ski or snowboard like you probably are like what are you even talking about it's fine you can ignore this it's really not relevant but anyone that does ski if you go to steamboat definitely study the map a little bit and just figure out what areas you want to go to which if anyone cares my favorite run that we did was called quick draw i think emily and i found it and it was just the most like peaceful wide open not difficult at all blue and it just was like so wide open it was great anyway so ski day number one was a success i started doing blues after lunch with emily and caroline if you want to advance yourself just have a beer and a half and then be like okay yeah you know what whatever i'll follow these people and go this way i mean i'll i'll make it down eventually that was my mindset for literally the rest of the weekend and i would say it worked and so that night we went to dinner at an italian place called mazzola's m-a-z-z-o-l-a i think i made a reservation for saturday night just to have one but then we ended up going on Friday night because we had a five o'clock reservation that Sav had made just because it's what was available. But we just knew that wasn't going to happen. So we went to this Italian place and it was really good. We It was just great vibes in there. And our waitress loved us because she's like, oh my God, I've had boy tables all week long. I don't know what's going on recently, but there have only been boy groups coming in. So I love to see a girl group. <laughs> and to make it even better... We brought the birthday hats, which if you know, you know. And if you've seen my Instagram pictures, you're probably like, why the hell are you guys wearing cones on your head? They're not cones. They're birthday hats. And they're very special, near and dear to our hearts. And they come everywhere with us to celebrate all the birthdays. And we were celebrating Carol's birthday. We wore these birthday hats all dinner long at this like kind of nice Italian place. And it was great vibes. Just such great vibes. And truthfully, not as many people give you weird looks as you would think. And most people say, oh, happy birthday. And then you all say thank you at the same time. And it's really funny because then it's just like sounding like it's everyone's birthday. So if you want to mix it up in your friend group and just let people look at you weird, but also feel bad for looking at you weird because you're like, oh, it's just someone's birthday. I need to tell them happy birthday now. Wear party hats to any bar, any restaurant, any occasion. And then this night, it started snowing, which was just magical. We knew it was supposed to snow the weekend we were there. And as it was getting closer, we were like, oh, it's going to snow 10 inches. But it ended up snowing 21 inches because it snowed all night and all of the next day, which to jump to the next day, the visibility was horrible. You could not see. I don't even know how many yards in front of you, but not that many. And it was fine in the morning, but after lunch, it like the snow was just sticking to your goggles. It was really forming a layer of ice, which is just not ideal. It doesn't sound ideal. It's not ideal. So we operated a little longer that day. Um, Caroline was still out literally in the woods with her sister skiing because they're literally professionals. We just, you know stayed in the warmth and drank and there was a really cool like circle bar outside of the lodge because we couldn't find anywhere to sit trying to find somewhere to sit for lunch on a mountain is a nightmare and especially on a really cold really snowy day where no one wants to go back out we probably waited an hour before we got a table 
But that's beside the point. It didn't matter. We still had a great time. And we probably sat in the lodge for two hours vibing, drinking, because we needed some confidence to get back out there. And so we did eventually make it back out. And the visibility only got worse. But that's okay. We were still having a great time. And something really cool is we saw moose, like two wild moose, meese. I don't know what the plural moose is. Moose eye. I like meese. Anyway, we saw moose number one and moose number two in the wild. That was really cool. They were far away. Someone swiped up and was like, aren't those dangerous and aggressive? I was like, "Ah, I don't really know. They were pretty far. So we were fine. But we did one more really long run at the end of the day. And we truly didn't really know the best way to get down. And we just wanted to get down because it was so hard to see. And then our goggles started fogging. So we went to the map and asked the little steamboat ambassadors, you guess you would call them. And we took a black down on, it was our first black, mine and prices at least. Because we were like, we can't really see anything. And the moguls were getting really bad, which moguls are like the little bumps in the snow that you have to go around and you have to be good at skiing to to go through so yeah that was fun and we just were like I don't even know frontal black because I truly just can't see anything but there was so much powder that it really just didn't matter but we made it down we really did and we didn't end up going the way we even planned to but that's just what happens when you're skiing and then we went down to the base to watch Carolina beat Duke's butt which was amazing. If anyone was in Chapel Hill, I'm jealous. It's a good vibe anywhere to watch Carolina beat Duke. It doesn't even matter where you are. And we were also sitting next to these girls from Carolina, which was awesome. And they live in Steamboat and are like ski instructors out in Steamboat. I was like, okay, y'all are cool. So that just made the vibe even better. So after that, we went to a nice dinner called Laundry in downtown. Our reservation was at 9.30 p.m., which I was, me being the grandma I am, was worried about in advance. I was like, I don't know if we're going to want to eat that late. We skied all day, watched the game, had some more drinks, went home, all showered, and we're just playing, and it was so fun. And then we went to this really nice dinner, and it's also like a small plate shareable tapas vibe, same as Aram, but it was really good. We shared a little salad thing, and then we got ahi tuna. What else did we get? It was just like another form of a salad, but more of a squash thing. I don't really know. I'm looking at the pictures right now, and I truly can't even remember what I'm looking at. But I know it was really good, and then we had a little shrimp situation. Price made us get bison carpaccio. I didn't love it. One, I never really wanted to try it. I was like, I'm good. And then she's like, I'm still going to order it. I was like, okay, I'll try it. And I just, carpaccio is not my vibe. If anyone doesn't know, it's raw meat, but it's edible because of the way it's cooked in like acid. I, I don't really know. I don't really understand. I don't really like it. It's cold. And something funny, Price was like, I she thought it was going to be brown for some reason, not pink, but I was like, Raw beef is pink. I don't know. It's a funny moment. She's like, I don't know why I thought that either. But then we finished the night with espresso martinis. <laughs> Sav got a chocolate martini called Happy Ending. 
and it had like white cream foam all over the top and chocolate on the bottom. It was very strong. It was very funny. But this place had very good martinis as well, potentially better than the first place. I don't know. I would have to go back and try them. So you'd have to twist my arm, but they were delicious. And every time, I don't know what it is, but every time we have espresso martinis, the night is young and we have a great time. Except I know exactly why, because it's caffeine and alcohol. But just the vibe that comes with an espresso martini is just automatic fun and automatic good vibes. Then we went to Sun Pies. I th- yeah, we went to Sun Pies first, which was a mistake. Everyone there was mean to us. <laughs> I don't know what it was, but the vibes just weren't there. They like, we know it's a locals bar, but they truly want it to be only a locals bar. So we went across the street to Old Town, no, O'Neill's. We had some drinks bought for us. Fantastic. We love that. But then we're like, "Mm, let's just mix it up. And there's one bar that we kept hearing about called Schmiggity's. And it was so funny because no one could call it the right thing. It was like Schmiggity Diggity's or Schmig something. Or it was just some, as I'm sure you can imagine, some combination of those letters. And we knew that there was a cover there. So we were like, I don't really want to spend $20 just to go to a bar that we don't really care about. But we did eventually go. But it was really late. Like it was like probably 1.30 when we got there and just... That's not when you're supposed to get to a bar like that. There was no one there. So then we left and went back to Sun Pies. But when we left Sun Pies the first time, Emily was walking by someone and he, and this is a super crowded bar, like picture frat basement crowded. You have to just like literally push through people. And on the way out, someone said to Emily, something along the lines of, oh my gosh, like you kicked me in the shin. Like, why are you guys walking through here again? I swear y'all have walked through here so many times. And Emily said to this man, I've literally never seen you before. And he, cause it simply wasn't our, I was like our only time walking through there. And he then pointed at Price and was like, no, it's her that I'm talking about. And she was like, she hasn't seen you either. Shut up. You're like ruining our night. I don't know what you actually said. Sorry, Emily, if I'm misphrasing this, but that's you guys get the gist. And so Emily definitely was like, I'm not taking your bullshit. And we all left because we were leaving anyways. So then when we come back to Sun Pies, I don't know, probably an hour and a half later. Yes, the birthday hats are on. We felt like we were in a disguise. It was great. And this man sees Emily again. And we she was in the back of the group. So when we walked to the far side of the bar, And we see Emily still at the front of the bar because of her party hat. Another good pro of these party hats is you can find your friends anywhere. But she was at the front of the bar still just talking to we didn't know who. And then she comes back and this guy is with her. And she's like, guys, he's apologizing for being rude. He just was trying to make a joke. But we obviously didn't think it was a joke because it simply was a bad joke. And his friends were like, like this whole time. He had felt bad that he had ruined our night because he was trying to be funny, but just like simply was not funny. So if you're any male listening to this and you're trying to like be funny or like flirt with girls, I don't know what you wouldn't want to call that. Don't be mean. That's not funny. So then our night ended at Sun Pies and we waited outside in the snow under a tree for 20 minutes for an Uber, maybe. It was it was a fun night, but the next day was so pretty outside because it had snowed for the last 36 hours and that's how we had 21 inches of snow and it was bright blue skies so me carol and emily 
decided to ski again because I bought a four-day Icon Pass. So I had two more days to use in Tahoe and I was like, fuck it. I know the conditions are really good here. It's a beautiful day. And Emily was like, you know what? You're guaranteed a good day of skiing. You're not going to be guaranteed a good day of skiing when you go to Tahoe. So basically, I got very easily swindled into skiing. And Caroline did as well because she never gets to go skiing. And so we did it, the three of us. It was such a good idea. And I absolutely loved it. Unfortunately, Emily wasn't able to hang because of her knee. But me and Caroline skied all day. And I definitely became a better skier that day. One, because there was so much powder that the moguls were huge and they were everywhere. Like blues don't typically have moguls or not many of the blues have moguls. But because there was so much snow, the moguls were unavoidable. I bet even greens had them. I probably fell four times. And I think one of the reasons I'm becoming a better skier is because I'm not afraid to fall. Meaning I'm like not really afraid to try and go a little faster, cut a little quicker. Because I'm like, I'm going to get down this mountain on my ass or on my feet. It really doesn't matter. And so there was one specific fall where I just face planted and like skis literally went over my body. But I'm okay. I didn't get hurt. If you're not falling, you're not trying. So that's what Price told me one time on the mountain and it really stuck with me. But yeah, that was a really fun day. And I did a lot of blues. I even did a few blacks. One black was a true black. It was very steep, but Loki, I think it was easier because there's moguls regardless. But when you fall on the moguls on the black because the mountain's so steep, you can literally just push yourself up because the mountain is so steep. You don't have to do the awkward, unclip your foot, use your pole, look really weird and uncomfortable. But yeah, we managed, we survived. And then Carol and I celebrated our last ski day with another beer which I had a lot of mango cart this trip. Not a lot, but like after each ski day, I had a mango cart or during the Apre little moment. And I forgot how much I love a mango cart. Then that night we did absolutely nothing because we were so exhausted and we got nachos at the bottom of the mountain and didn't think at all that would be our dinner, but it was. We did not go back out. <laughs> I would think I went to bed at 9.30 that night. I don't know. We just packed everything up. And the next day was, I think, one of the longest travel days I've ever had. Not including like international travel, because that's just supposed to be long. This isn't supposed to be long. My shuttle picked me up at 8.15 in the morning. And I got to the Hayden airport so early that the Southwest people weren't even there to start checking bags. So I got there and I waited, which it was like a 45 minute shuttle. And probably waited in line for another 40 minutes before the Southwest employees were even there. And then waited another hour and a half at my gate because I didn't take off till noon. And then I landed in Denver and had a five-hour layover before I took off to Raleigh. And I knew about, I knew that my day was going to be like this. So I, I had a positive attitude. Like I was just like, it is what it is. I'm potentially going to work. I'm potentially not going to work. I didn't end up working. I only worked for an hour um, just because I was like, I don't need to do this. Like I just want to take my time and do things for myself. So I edited Virginia's podcast, which let me preface, if anyone listened to that podcast, I'm sorry for the audio. Um, It won't happen again. <laughs> I need to figure out how to record with guests virtually clearly because I thought that was supposed to work and I did a little test run and I thought it sounded okay. Like I knew it wasn't going to be great, but I didn't know it was going to be that bad. So 
I apologize. Thank you for pushing through. For those that did push through, if you didn't push through, I understand, but you should. It was a really good episode. So yes, back to Denver. I was there so long. I ate twice. I edited an entire podcast. I planned an entire week's worth of content for Phonies First. But I loved my time. And then on the plane, I finished The Housemaid, or The Housemaid Secret, the second one. And then I got some sleep, but I did get home really late. I got home at 1.30. And then I like to unpack as soon as I get home because I just want everything in the laundry. I want to start the laundry. I just want to feel as clean as possible. And then I rinsed off. And I also got my wedding guest dress for Lara's wedding this weekend. So I was like, I might as well try it on because if it doesn't fit or I don't like it, I only have so much time to order another one. So at 2 a.m., I, I tried on this dress. Thankfully, I do love it. Got it from Revolve. And then this entire week, I've just been in recovery mode. I've been so tired, which for lots of reasons I know, like the ski trip definitely wore me out. The traveling definitely wore me out. I've been on my period. It's just all of the things culminating at once. And my body is just like, let me sleep. So I've not been working out in the morning this week. My sustainable 60s been sustainable to say the least because it's normal. But yeah, I've just been chilling, trying to just recover, rest. But yeah, my ski trip was so much fun. If anyone is debating going on a ski going on a ski trip, go. If you don't know how to ski, it's okay. You'll learn. I promise. It's all about the angles of the blade of your ski. But if you just need a pizza all the way down a mountain, pizza all the way down a mountain. It's okay. Just takes practice. But yeah, if anyone has any questions about my trip or what we did, let me know. I would love to talk more about it, even though I just talked a lot about it. I don't even know if you guys care. You probably don't. This probably isn't that exciting of an episode, but I have a high a steamboat highlight on my Instagram, Corey in the Kitchen, obviously. It has all the food we ate all the beer we drank, all the birthday hats, all the apres, all the espresso martinis, all the ski picks. It was just a great time. And I can't wait to go again in Tahoe this March with Emily and Brendan. So that'll be a fun time. And I'm very excited. But yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If you didn't, that's okay. But there will be more episodes to come. I just really wanted to recap my trip because it was such a great time. And I'm still also wishing I would have recapped my New York trip back in December, which I guess I still could. But girls trips are just good for the soul. Make them leave the group chat. If you need to be the person to plan everything, just do it. I unfortunately am that person. Not I'm not the only person that plans in my friend group at all. But Sometimes when things just need to be done, you just got to do them. You just got to make the choices. Maybe you have to be the one to put your credit card down, or maybe you have to be the one to make dinner reservations, or you have to be the one to research whatever it is, but it's worth it. I hope everyone has a great week ahead of you. I hope there's no Sunday scaries around. And yeah, thank you for listening. Please leave a rating and a review and follow me on Phone Eats First Pod on Instagram and Corey underscore in the kitchen. That's C-O-R-I underscore in the kitchen for all the food, skiing, fun, sustainable 60, wedding, everything. Callie. Oh, I miss Callie. I haven't seen her in so long. All the content. But yeah, love you guys. Talk soon.
You are listening to Phonetes First. 